Hey there, boys and girls. Welcome to another edition of the Business of Sports with Andrew Brandt. I'm your host, Andrew Brandt. We're ably produced by one Brian Neal. The music you hear, that's from my son, Sam Brandt. Just spent time out there watching him record songs like this one. This is Neon Blooming, recorded with Sarita. I'm going to have a kind of a college sports edition of the Business of Sports. It's a big time in the world of the NCA. Not a good time for the NCA. They are being chased into a different stream, a different way of doing business by litigation and legislation. I'm going to talk all about that. In a rants edition of the Business of Sports, primarily a college sports rants, but we'll do some NFL stuff and some stuff about what, as a front office executive, we always worry about this time of year when players are not around their teams. First, a word from our sponsor, DraftKings. You know, the final buzzer is sounded, but that doesn't mean the fun has to end with sports betting. There's DraftKings Casino. Hundreds of casino games to play. You got slots, you got table games, you're covered. Now, all players can enter DraftKings Casino's Summer Legends Series with a shot at a share of $5 million in total prizes. As you play any DraftKings Casino game, you rack up points. The more points you get, Close you are to earning that share of $5 million in total prizes, ranging from a new luxury car to a free ride in a private jet. Of course, your money is safe, secure, reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. So download the DraftKings Casino app now. Use promo code Ross. Get a shot at this share of $5 million in total prizes when you enter the DraftKings Casino Legends Series. That's promo code Ross. Earn a shot at a $5 million share of $5 million in total prizes only at DraftKings Casino. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, West Virginia, Michigan, or Pennsylvania only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Michigan, 800-270-7117. Okay, let's get to my rant. It's primarily about college sports. Here's what's going on. We had the podcast last week. We had an all-star team, including myself, not so humbly, with Mike McCann and Gabe Feldman. We talked about the historic Alston decision in the Supreme Court. Now, we say historic. It was a narrow decision. Education-related benefits only can be not. I'm sorry. Let me say that. Education-related benefits are not subject to NCA restrictions. In other words, they can't limit the amount of education-related benefits going to college athletes. But... There was no definition or clarity as to what they are. So, listen, we know when there's ambiguity in college sports, this arms race that there is out there, that things can get crazy. And there's always going to be people looking for an edge, a competitive edge to get the best players. So what is our educational-related benefits? If a school offers a $1,000 scholarship and the next school, I'm sorry, to internship and the next school offers a $2,000, you know the next school's going to offer a $3,000 internship. What is the right amount for a computer? Is it just a basic computer for $1,000? Is it a huge video monitoring screen? Is it a super duper one that can also have training for kinesiology and exercise science as part of being an athlete, as part of being a student? Could it be a $50,000 computer video home entertainment system? What about uh, tutoring? Is it tutoring from someone who's just a tutor at the school or the best tutor in the country? These are all the kinds of things that are going to go on without clarification. Now, the bigger picture, of course, with the Supreme Court case, as we discussed last week, is that Justice Kavanaugh laid out 
a scathing and savaging opinion of the NCA that it's restricting college student athletes from making money because it has always restricted college student athletes from making money. There's definitely a feeling not only among fans and media, but now among justices and lawyers that the profiting off college athletes has gone too far. And I'll get to NIL in a minute where they can make some of it back. But we're at a real reckoning point for the NCAA because now they're cowed by this decision. Now they claim victory. It was only educational benefits. It's narrow. They still can't have pay for play. And that is right. There's no pay for play. And But what we have is language of the Supreme Court that doesn't need to get to the Supreme Court again to have weight. In other words, what if it gets to language in other courts? A lower court says, well, Justice Kavanaugh, he's with the biggest court in the land. He's the Supreme Court justice. He said this. What if it gets to a, a court of appeals? Well, the Supreme Court was 9-0 against the NCAA. They don't have an antitrust exemption. They can't do this or that. So my sense is the NCAA is scrambling about this. Now, which puts us in this incredible time here at the end of June, beginning of July, 2021. We have the Alston decision going squarely against the NCAA, even though it was a narrow opinion. But in the bigger picture, we have NIL. Now we've talked about NIL over the years, name image likeness. What is it? It is an ability for a college student athlete to profit off his brand. And I'll use brand generally as a way of saying name image likeness. You have a brand. That brand is out there. This started way back in 2008, nine with a player named Ed O'Bannon, a UCLA basketball player who was way past his playing days at UCLA when saw his image on a classic EA video game, the same body type, the left-handed shot, the same number. And he said, hmm, that's interesting. I'm going to make a penny off that. Started a whole case that got to a point where it established a stipend for college athletes, which we call COA, cost of attendance. So cost of attendance comes in, and that means a lot of basketball and football programs now get stipends, a couple thousand a month maybe, over the years to help them get through college and have expenses. But it also started a debate about name image likeness, and here we are. Over the past years, we've had a few things going on. One, states have gotten involved. State legislators have found this a very popular issue, both bipartisan, both Republican and Democrat. And we have states going into effect this Thursday, July 1, in six states, which include Florida, Mississippi, all the states in the SEC, basically, and Texas, which are, it says it's not to be a recruiting tool, but of course it's a recruiting tool. In fact, Governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, in announcing the bill, said it was a recruiting tool to keep the Florida athletes in Florida and make sure they have this benefit. So it's already out there. And as I speak to you right now, a couple days before July 1, there are athletes with deals lined up. And here's the deal. It's not only those six states. Before I get to the NCA, let's talk about federal. Federal bills are swirling. Now, some are very narrow, like one sponsored by Marco Rubio, which is basically what the NCAA wants. He's on their side. But some are much more uh, broad bills, like Cory Booker has a bill out that talks about not only NIL, but talks about health and safety and concussion protections and long-term health protections and benefits and all those things. So we see that going on on the federal level. Again, bipartisan. 
Republicans, Democrats, all on the side of college athletes. No one seems to be on the side of the NCAA, but they're not going anywhere right now with everything going on in this world. They're not going to pass. The state's bills have passed, but there's no federal bill. So what happens? Well, here comes the NCAA. They've been dealing with this, I know firsthand, for over two years, let's say two and a half years, working group led by Val Ackerman, the chairman of the Big East Conference, and other presidents, uh, Gene Smith, from athletic director from U.S. Um, Ohio State. Everyone's getting involved in this with working groups and legislative proposals and meetings and task forces. It's been going on, and I've been part of those meetings for two and a half years. Yet here we are on the precipice of NIL with six states passing bills that go into effect this Thursday. And now the NCA, cowed by the Austin decision, not knowing what to do with other states going into effect that would put other states not with a bill at competitive disadvantage on their athletes. And they're basically saying, schools, you handle it. Okay? Schools, you handle it. Like, this is what the NCA is saying right now. After two and a half years of working proposals and legislative proposals and task forces and meetings and everything under the sun about NIL, now they're throwing up their hands, they're abdicating responsibility and saying, yeah, you guys figure it out, <laughs> which to me is just stunning. It's stunning. Now, I know everyone's got a, a bad opinion of the NCA and they're this and that, but, and I've always tried to maintain some defense of them because I know what they're doing is an incredibly hard job. And Mark Emmert gets blamed, but it's the college presidents and they don't know what they're doing. They're trying to uphold amateurism, but they know college sports is getting out of hand on the top levels with the money coming in, billions of dollars. But this one is really hard to defend the NCA. A lot of good people, smart people have spent thousands of man hours collectively on putting together NIL proposals with guardrails in place. You can't do this, you can't do that. And that proposal is going to be used, mind you. That I, these ideas are going to be part of these, the, what the working group, what, what is going to be happening in NIL right now. But, oh, my God, the NCAA just gave up. They gave up. They said, schools, you handle it. And the schools, like I'm part of, I'll talk about my role at Villanova, are really trying to provide education. They're going to be guardrails about you can't do anything with gambling or alcohol or, or marijuana or things like that. The sins you can't be part of. And there's still the issue of logos and marks. You can't use the school logos. You can't use the school marks. But these competing deals, where it's Coke and Pepsi and Nike and Reebok, still unclear. And it's happening. It's happening. Like, I know deals are lined up right now. I know a college program that has a radio station ready to give every starter on the basketball team $25,000 for coming on the radio every week during the season for 10-minute, 20-minute appearance. I know car dealers are out there with the starting five on basketball teams. Just take a picture, you get a car. I know... There are deals out there for players to come in, get a car, meet and greet. It's happening. And it's being used in recruiting. And it may not be recruiting like we're going to give you the money because that would be wrong. That would be illegal. But we are going to get the money. How are you going to get the money? Because we're seeing it. And everything that happens in NIL right now is going to be used to recruit for next year. Did you see what our guys got? You say Florida, they got, got a $100,000 car deal. Well, we got 150. 
they got twenty five thousand a week doing rate for for weekly radio. Mm. We'll give you ten thousand per radio appearance, per TV appearance. It's happening. So NIL is upon us, and the and the NCA only responds to legislation litigation, the two L words. But they are now seemingly helpless. Now. One thing that schools are going to get have to get used to that they've never had to get used to before, the presence of agents. Agents have been taboo. Now, agents have typically tried to steal the players and get them to the NFL or the NBA or Major League Baseball, and coaches haven't liked them around. And, and listen, that has been the standard, but that has changed. Agents will be around, and they will be NIL agents. Who are NIL agents? Who knows? But as I know better than anyone probably in the world, so many young people ask me about being agents, want to be agents. They don't know how to get in. They can't represent players at a young age. Why is a player going to go to them unless they roomed with them in college? So they so they see a path. Here's the path. Name, image, likeness. I'll go get this kid a furniture deal down the street for five grand. I'll go work on this local market. My dad knows somebody at this retail store. My dad runs a store. <laughs> you know? My grandfather runs a shoe store. I'll get him free shoes, like nice shoes. I mean, this is happening. Is there regulation in place for NIL agents? No. And NFLPA is not doing it. NBPA is not doing it. The schools, uh, it's not really clear. I'm on the professional sports counseling panel at Villanova, but that's for pro sports. This is for NIL. I don't know. We don't know. We don't know what's going to happen here. So we're going to find out where this NIL thing goes, but it's happening. And the NCAA kind of threw up their hands and say, yeah, I guess. <laughs> but all of this really means bringing it back to the business of sports. We're at an inflection point. We've got the Austin decision, the NCAA cowering in, in the corner based on that, even though they're claiming it a win because it didn't deal with pay for play, but pay for play is coming. And then we've got NIL. We're Players are marketing off their brand, profiting off their brands. And this is really what we're going to see in the next few weeks. This is the interesting thing to me. It probably, you know, how much more than the top basketball or college football players at your school? How much more? We'll find out. We'll find out. Gymnasts, tennis players, soccer players, wrestlers. We'll find out. Maybe they're endemic. You know, maybe they do a lacrosse player goes and does some uh, meet and greet at the local lacrosse store. Maybe a college softball pitcher does some private lessons. Maybe a volleyball player does a camp. I mean, yeah, but it's allowed. And then the YouTube stuff. And then the cameo social media stuff. Now we're talking about a big factor of players because social media is everything to these young people and influencers. It's all going to happen. It's out. Of, it's beyond my world. I'm just a Twitter guy, but yeah, it's happening on Instagram, on TikTok. All that's going to happen. Where's the regulatory nature of it? I don't know. Like I said, the NCAA was putting in a third-party RPOs, uh, request for proposals, RFPs, to find out who's going to do our third-party sort of managing of this. Then they sort of dropped it. Again, throwing up their hands. Yeah, we're not going to do it. So it's just fascinating to me, the NCA, and I wrote about this for Sports Illustrated. I'm talking about it here. They have thrown up their hands, perhaps again, scared off by the Alston decision and the scathing language from Justin Kavanaugh. 
perhaps scared by all these states taking up NIL, scared that they won't get an antitrust exemption, which they won't based on the language of the Austin decision. And here we are. It is a mess, but it's a good mess for college athletes. And it's not great for athletic departments because what's going to happen is if if the athletic department had a a store or retail business giving them 50,000 for signage at the football game, basketball game, that 50,000, the the company may say, you know what, I'm going to just get a couple athletes, pay them 10 or $20,000, and then I'll, I'll reduce your signage deal to 10 grand or whatever like that. That will happen. How will it affect non-revenue sports? Well, theoretically, the money's not coming from the school, so it shouldn't affect them at all, but we know what happens. I worry about them. These are all things to watch as we are truly at a transitional point for the NCA here at the end of July. I'm sorry, the end of June, beginning of July, 2021. It's all changing and it will change more and more as we go. All right, that's my rant, a long one, about the business of college sports this week. I'll have a couple more rants But first, I want to give you a word from our new sponsor, Keeps. Two out of three men, they experience some form of hair loss by the time they're 35. There are 50 million plus men in the U.S. that have male pattern baldness. Thankfully, I don't, but so many of you do. Only two FDA-approved medications that can prevent the hair loss, and Keeps Keeps offers both. It's a simple, stress-free way to keep your hair It's low cost, just about $10 a month, generic versions, discrete packaging, proven results. It's five-star reviews from more than any of its competitors and prevention. That's what it's all about. So treatments can take about four to six months to see results. So act fast. If you're ready to take action, prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash BOS. That's for business of sports. Receive your first month free. That's keeps.com slash BOS to get your first month free. Keeps.com slash BOS. Okay, this is my rant every time this year. We now are in the true dead period of the NFL. All these teams are off now. It's the end of June. They don't come back to the end of July. And this is the time you worry as a front office executive. I say this every year because players are truly untethered to their team. There's no meetings. There's no Zoom. There's no meetings with coaches. There's no organized workouts. There's no mini camps. They're off. And not only are they off, but they're off before the six-month grind begins at the end of July. When I say grind, I always liken it to a submarine where they're in for six months after being off for a while. So there will be partying. There will be players getting in trouble. There already have been. Uh, And that's just normal. I talk about my time at the Packers where I would just cringe this time of year. I'd be around. Uh, you know, everyone would take vacation. I wouldn't take it till I got all the players signed up for training camp. And you just get the calls from unrecognizable numbers, especially at night, and you're just worried. But that's what we're going through right now. These are young people. They're going to party. Again, we're getting out of COVID, so it's a real kind of opening renaissance time. And you worry, and I worry. But that's where we are in life. It's going to happen. And, um, you know, my famous story, again, I'll just leave it here. We had a running back named Najee Devonport for the Packers. We had actually just drafted him. And uh, I got a call one day. I was on the golf course from an unrecognizable number in Florida. He was a detective and bless his heart. He sounded so matter of fact when he said this. He said, we have have one of your players in custody here. I said, what did he do? He said, well, he defecated in a woman's laundry hamper. And I said two words that were heard all over the golf course. He what? He defecated in a woman's laundry hamper. So (laughs) 
it got out, of course, and he had to live with that. Uh, but our player, Najee Davenport, you know, that was just one of those times you get that call and like, oh, my God, you know, this is what you're dealing with. So this is, these are the stories I had some domestic disputes that I dealt with. I had a player named Javon Walker where a guy from, you know, calls me from a New Jersey number, said, yeah, your player just got beaten up by a, in a uh, jet ski accident. I just saw him wheeling him into the hospital. I'm like, who, what, who is this guy? Tell me this. So I called Javon's agent. Yeah, he was, he did. He looked, he didn't know. He looked into it, found out it was happening. He was all bloodied up. He was in the hospital overnight, but he's fine. Tough time for, uh, for NFL front offices right now as they try to take their vacations and not and hope the phone doesn't ring about some of these player vacations. And just a final word before we end today about vaccinations. We saw the College World Series this week, and I just hope it's not a harbinger of things to come. You know, you had players on NC State getting ready for the College World Series, I believe the semifinals against Vanderbilt, and a couple tested positive and they exposed the rest of the team to a forfeit. Uh, you know, we've been through this this past year in the NFL. You know, we saw the constant delays and, you know, when the Ravens had 23 positive cases, they delayed till the following Wednesday. You just hope it doesn't happen this year. And there are going to be players that refuse vaccinations. I get it. But I just hope it doesn't call into internal dissension where they refuse vaccinations and they bring down the whole team. Bring down is too strong a word, but cause them for a delayed game, cause it for a forfeit, potentially cause it for playing an extra game late in the season because they had to miss a game. These are things. I mean, we can talk about all the restrictions vaccinated players are going to have, uh, are not going to have to deal with versus unvaccinated. But again, the NFL is not telling you you have to. It's personal choice. But there are going to be problems. Uh, the NC State College World Series baseball situation is, an, is a real um, cautionary tale. I just worry about this happening with teams and the NFL locker rooms, of course, you know, whatever's in the air spreads pretty quickly, even though they're going to be removed and isolated and those kind of things. So we just have to worry about that. Um, and I'm not even talking about from a health perspective, maybe from a mental perspective. Uh, will these players be ostracized socially and mentally? And how will that affect the team dynamic, which is so important in the NFL? It's everything. Okay. Those are my rants primarily about the NCA and college sports, which is truly, truly at a reckoning point as we talk here today. Really hope you enjoyed it. And follow me on Twitter, as if you don't already, at Andrew Brandt. I'm now on Instagram, trying to post more there, Andrew Brandt 2. The Sunday 7 newsletter, really hope you enjoy that. I'm really working to get that going. It's doing well. Sign up at andrew-brandt.com. And of course this podcast as well produced by brian neal music producer sam brandt apple podcast uh rankings comments always appreciate it please give us a comment give us a rating. that'll do it for this week's edition of the business of sports i'll be back next week with another edition of the business of sports with andrew brandt